0: Hey guys, if you're listening, you're officially tuning into the first episode of Let's Get Real. My name is Brenda.
1: And I'm Ashley. And before we even get into it, you should probably know who you're listening to.
0: Let's tell you a little bit about ourselves. My name is Brenda. I'm 25 years old, turning 26 very soon. I'm from Toronto, West End of Toronto. And I'm currently working in retail. So if you're working in retail, you know what life is like.
1: My name is Ashley. I'm from Toronto as well. I'm turning 25 in a few weeks. We're actually both Aquarius. And I am a YouTuber, business owner, and soon-to-be author. Ooh. Ooh. So, today we're going to be talking about dating, all the stuff to do with it, relationships. So, you should probably know our relationship status. Brenda, are you single? Are you dating?
0: I'm currently dating. I'm dating my boyfriend for about three years, almost. Mm -hmm. And it's great.
1: I'm single recently single and right now I'm not dating but I was I did have a dating phase which was back in like 2000 and oh my god like 2016 was when I was dating a lot and it, I feel it didn't like it's go so thing great you do
0: when you're like yeah in your early 20s right teens. yeah early 20s mm-hmm. like
1: from 19 Living to 22 life. is when most people start dating because they have money the guys have money i had a dating phase i was talking to a few guys i talked to one for almost a year wasted some time but dating around was fun for me because i got to kind of get to know myself get to know other people but i never really went on more than like two dates with one person I
0: had Phase two, I would say this was about the end of college Mm -hmm. where you're done school, you're getting into a job, you're like, shoot, this is actually happening. Mm -hmm. So you kind of go into that phase where you just want to, you know, let loose. Would you say your dating experiences have brought you to where you are right now?
1: 100%. I think that me dating random guys didn't really do much for me. But I think the first situationship, I'm going to call it that because it wasn't a relationship. The first situationship that I got in taught me to be more confident because I put up with some bullshit that I really would never put up with today. And then the first real relationship that I just got out of taught me so much. I will never look back at that one and regret it because I learned so much about myself. Even after the breakup, I feel like I've learned so much just in the past month. And it made me who I am at this very moment. I'm so different than I was in, like, November.
0: I can see that. I feel we all get into these type of relationships, but it makes Mm -hmm. us who we are today. Yeah. It makes you grow. It makes you learn things, things that you didn't know about yourself, things that you didn't know about relationships. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you need that. You need that growing. You need that. Because then you know what's out there, what you're into, who you want to be with, who who you are yourself. Exactly.
1: Like I didn't know that I was selfish before this relationship. I didn't realize how much of a hypocrite I was. I didn't know a lot of my flaws, but I also didn't know a lot of my strengths as well there are a lot of things that i realize. like hey i'm great at that when it comes to being in a relationship hey i i bring this to the table you know you learn the good and the bad i didn't know half these things before yeah
0: i feel like being in a relationship really has taught me how important communication is yeah it's like, a part-time job is like key like yeah in any type of relationship relationship with a person as like a friend relationship mm-hmm. or a partner relationship like communication is yeah. key
1: And you can't just pretend things don't happen. You have to actually have conversations about them. You have to tell them how you feel if something bothers you. It's like you can't just put it under the rug. You have to actually be open and communicate, and that's scary. It's hard.
0: It is. It is. I feel dating also helps us. Explore ourselves I think it's important That we all have That like freedom Like mm-hmm. you're not Just going into One relationship Getting it out And then going into A next relationship And yeah. then getting out And then going to the next relationship Because now at that point You're just creating Like a rebound stage And going yeah, straight Into that relationship Exactly Just have fun Let loose And the best thing is especially if you're in your 20s you want to know that you're able to do whatever you want at some point yeah you're growing up you're going to be married to your significant other you're going to spend the rest of your life (laughs) with that person for the rest of your life yeah so if you have a stage in which you want to like let loose be free do it (laughs) do it up do it especially when you're young because Mm -hmm. you're not trying to have that life in your mid-20s you're trying to get your life together trying to get things going you don't want to be like that little hoe yeah it's not (laughs) cute once you
1: get older like obviously live your best life but it as you get older it just kind of becomes less exciting going back to what you said about not going from relationship to relationship i think that's really important because at this point right now i could easily hop into another relationship and forget about the last one i mean i would be kidding myself but i could try that rebounds apparently work
0: but for some people. For, for some, some people, people, yeah.
1: Don't think it would work for me. I just feel like you're neglecting your inner growth if you're doing something like that. And you're also putting all your baggage onto the next person Agreed. that is your rebound. So to them, you could be wifey or hubby or whatever you want to call it. But when you look at them, you don't take them seriously and they're just a distraction for you, which is not fair.
0: When you're young, I'm like, you know what? Do you have? Fun, yeah, live but after reckless? 21, right? Agreed, agreed. Because mm-hmm. in your 20s, you don't want to do that to yourself and to the person. Yeah. Because when you're doing that to yourself, you're also not letting yourself grow and learn from these relationships. Exactly. Because you're just taking one relationship. Okay, that was great. Moving on to the next one. Yeah, you're and you're gonna have the same problems. And adapting and taking all these stuff in because. Then the next thing what's going to happen is you're going to be doing the same thing with the next person Mm -hmm. you start dating.
1: Exactly. And you're going to be like, what's wrong with me? But it's because you didn't do the inner work. You didn't do the inner work. Do that
0: inner work, people. Do that self-inner work. We'll do a whole episode on
1: self-love and doing inner work to grow. I think that'd be really good for people to listen to. So keep an eye out for that one. But we're talking about dating. So, of course, with dating comes new people. And with new people comes looking up red flags. Red flags, Mm -hmm.
0: people. So let's get straight into it. I would say the first thing that you need to look out for, if you're looking for a red flag, is consistency. Mm-hmm. People, if you're dating, there has to be some consistency in that relationship. There has to be a lot or of consistency. It is you guys yeah. are trying to work on. You don't want to have a person who doesn't text you back. Mm uh tells you they're into you and then just r-bombs you and leaves you hanging for a whole week yeah takes you on a a
1: nice expensive date and doesn't text you or call you at all after and you're like so you spent a hundred dollars on me last night
0: what's going on yeah it's frustrating
1: by the way guys before we even continue this we should probably say that we're speaking as two straight women who date men you can take this any way you want if you're a man dating a man woman dating a man whatever but yeah, that's just who we are and what we do. But anyway, so yeah, consistency is super important. It's key.
0: Key, key.
1: Mm-hmm. What I usually think is when someone's inconsistent, they leave you kind of wondering, are they into me? Whatever, whatever, right? I just feel like if you constantly have to ask yourself, are they into you because they're being consistent? I think that's your answer right there. They're not they're into n- you. They're not into they're you. Not into if you. they were into you, you'd know and they would be pursuing you, which is another red flag of a man or woman, whoever. But I'm speaking as, I think men. Honestly, I'm going to be real. Men. If a man is not pursuing you, because men are pursuers. They're the ones that go after the prey. They're like fucking dogs. So if they're not pursuing you, I think that that's a huge, huge red flag.
0: Agreed. What do you you consider
1: pursuing, by the way?
0: Someone who's trying to intrigue you, who's trying to come after you, who's Mm -hmm. trying to show their interest towards you. And
1: how do they show that in your opinion? Like, What to you is pursuing if you were to be dating someone new?
0: There's a couple of things I would say would fall into that category, but for sure someone who's always there, always available and not necessarily like, I'm not talking about like no booty call or, oh, you need something. Hey, like call that person. Mm
1: -hmm. For me, pursuing is someone that is making it their job to have you in their life and to continue to have you. So for example, if I'm dating a man, I expect him to reach out to me to follow up with me before our date to call me to text me to make it clear that he wants me i'm not sitting there like oh, does he want me no he wants me it's very obvious he's doing the work
0: agreed agreed you mm-hmm. want that person to have that that feeling of wanting to have you yeah with your presence your company even if it's something like Going out for a coffee. Exactly. Like, Half an, why an hour are coffee. You run. That person that he was calling up saying, Hey, let's go for a coffee. Mm-hmm. You could ask anybody. She can be asking anybody, but why is it you? Yeah. You weren't you their priority that you're important to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Another red flag would be not looking for a relationship. So if a person tells you straight off the bat, hey, I'm not really looking for anything serious. Mm, yep. I'm not really trying to get into a relationship, but let's see how things go. Fuck that shit. No. Fuck it. Fuck it. Don't do it. I remember do there it. was
1: this guy that I dated, and from the jump, he said, I'm not looking for a relationship. And he even said to me, oh, let's just see where things go. And I I, I was so fucking stupid. I was like, okay, yeah, like, let's see where things go. Because in my mind, I think it can go anywhere. It can go into a potential relationship, even though he just fucking told me it won't. So... If someone's telling you that, whether it's male, or female, whoever, I think females are more likely to change their mind. But anyways, I think it's bullshit and you should listen to them. They're telling you.
0: I agree. And my thing, too, is if they're starting off with that, chances are they don't see that potential yet. Yeah. And yeah, maybe you can make it to something, but you want to know that it's something you're both feeling from the start. It's natural. Like it's a connection you guys Yeah. Kind of like, you know, you guys are soulmates, you guys are made for each other, the whole lust and love thing. Like Mm -hmm. it's something that felt true within you and within the person you're, you're, you know, want to make that relationship with.
1: And I think another thing is that a lot of people are fooled because someone will tell them that and they don't believe them, right? They date them for nine months, nothing happens, they stop talking and two months later they're in a whole ass relationship with someone and they have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and then you're like what the fuck i thought you weren't looking for a relationship no they weren't looking for a relationship with you that's why Jeez. they told you that think about that you know how many times you've seen someone say that and then they're all of a sudden they're wifed up or they're hubbyed up whatever you want to that's call it that's true that's yeah. true maybe they're
0: just trying to keep you as a side piece they just
1: it's because they met you they were attracted to you they liked your company but they don't want to bring you home to their family.
0: they trying to fool you. Yeah,
1: Fool you. And you're letting them, if you look past this red flag. So stop ignoring these flags and keep fucking looking out for them.
0: That's my thing too. Going back to feeling these things. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling something and something doesn't feel right, chances are yeah. something shady is going on. Something... You're feeling it. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for it. Yeah. I'm a true believer things happen for a reason. Oh, yeah. These things come to you. If you're feeling it, chances are it's something that you need to look at.
1: Yeah, I feel like when it's the one, you don't really question it like that. Agreed. But if you find yourself either having like backup people on your phone to talk to if this doesn't work out or in the back of your mind, there's all these things that you know aren't aligning with you, stop ignoring them and take them seriously because you're going to get your heart broken if you don't.
0: I would say the next one, another red flag, would be if a person has no filter. Yeah. And by that, I mean no shade. They're talking how they want to. There's Mm -hmm. no respect in how they talk to you or of you.
1: So, for example, if they're just very mouthy and they're swearing a lot or they're just disrespecting you and they feel no ways about it.
0: Agreed. I think
1: this is a huge red flag, especially if it's in front of your friends, your family, your coworkers or something, because that's when opinion matters and they want to be on their best behavior.
0: Exactly. Can you imagine taking that person to your parents Mm -hmm. and be like, hey, this is the person I'm trying to, you know, spend the rest of my life. Oh, my God. And they're saying something and you're just like, oh,
1: oh, no. Yeah. It's like, why don't you care if they don't care if they're not nervous and on their best behavior? they probably don't see a future with you because they'd want to make an impression and get approval if they cared about you. But if they don't give a fuck, it's because they don't give a fuck. They just don't care what they think. Agreed. Because they know they're not sticking around. So, the next one that we have for you guys is if they don't introduce you to people in their circle, whether it is their friends, family, or whoever,
0: that's a red flag. Yes, yes. I agree with this one because my thing, the way I see it, is if you're not introducing me to your people, what's going on? Are you Mm -hmm. trying to hide me? Are you ashamed of me? Yeah. Do you not like me? Do you not not think I'm good enough to be introduced to your friends, to your family?
1: Do you think there's a timeline? Is there a certain time that you'd be like, okay, why have I not met anyone yet?
0: All right. Obviously, if it's this is fresh in the making, <laughs> you guys have recently met and it's something you guys are trying to get to know each other. Obviously, don't do it in that first week that you guys met. Oh, hell no. I'd be scared. Even second. Maybe give it a month. I feel like I a month f- is good. I
1: feel like I wouldn't think much of it until
0: like three months in. I move slow. It also depends. See, this goes back to how often should you be hanging out with your significant other? Because if you're hanging out with your significant other once a week, that's only three days. Yeah. Okay, wait. When you say
1: significant other, do you mean the person that you're dating or do you mean like boyfriend, girlfriend?
0: The person you're trying to to, have a relationship with.
1: So, yeah, I agree. If you see each other once a week for a month, that means you've only seen each other four times. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: So, give it like a good month that you've guys been hanging out. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good time.
1: Really, I actually totally disagree with that. Really, if I'm meeting them too soon, in my mind, I would be like, "Okay, you clearly don't give a fuck." Am I crazy? No, because they're
0: taking you seriously. Like you, you're not introducing just anybody to your friends. or I family. wouldn't feel
1: special though. I'd be like, "It's been a month. Why am I meeting your friends and family?"
0: Because Does I this mean want you every in my girl you
1: dated meets your friend and family. I would feel if weird. are worthy enough. Oh my god, that's so funny. I actually I actually would feel very weird and I don't think I would go. I think I'd be like I can't make it. I'm so sorry. I would be very confused as I'm to, to why it's I got so my soon. To it meet took my me a long time to meet my ex's um family. It took quite a bit of time.
0: Okay, family is something. Family is a big thing. But like friends, friends okay. I feel like it's not yeah. as personal, but it's It's personal. Yeah,
1: I agree. Okay, friends, I wouldn't be freaked out. Friends, I wouldn't be freaked out. But I wouldn't mind meeting them three months in. I wouldn't think anything of it if it was three months.
0: I don't know how long it took me, but if I had to... I would say it was about more or less something like that. A couple months, maybe?
1: For me, it was different because we were friends. And we made a lot of the same friends at the same time. So we kind of met some people together. Or I would just meet people casually. And it was normal because we were friends. So by the time we were dating, we were already like merged circles. But before that, when I was dating that guy, situationship guy, for like nine months, I met none of his friends, but I met his family, okay. which was weird to me. Yeah, that is a little weird. Very I weird. feel like
0: you would introduce your significant other.
1: I never to met friends. his friends ever. It you was have the weirdest thing. <laughs> Oh, he never had he didn't have friends. Oh there, fuck, there you Wait, go. right. I forgot. There you, go. you know why? He was from a different country. So all the friends he had here were his school friends that he didn't really hang out with. So he told me he could have been fucking lying. And a lot of them were females. Uh, that's why I didn't meet his friends. He had like bro, one that's male friend. Whole, like
0: red flag. If your oh. person has just one sex of friends.
1: Yeah, all female friends, that's fucking weird. If I'm dating someone, for example, and he has all-female friends, I think that's a red flag because, A, why don't men like you? What is it about your personality? Don't tell me it's because they're jealous. It's not that. Why aren't you friends with men? B, I just think it's weird that if you're hanging out with any friend, then it's always going to be you and a female alone. I'm not comfortable with yeah. that if I don't know okay. them.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a that's definitely a big... I don't know. It's, that's kind of off. That's weird. <laughs> Do you
1: think it means anything that they don't have any male friends, in this case being male females?
0: It's like you said. Why are they not connecting with other males? Mm-hmm. Why are they just strictly with females? And again, when they're hanging out with this ex-girl, mm-hmm. let's just give her a name, Stacy. that's going to make me feel like, why is he always hanging out with Stacy? What's going on? Yeah. Does Stacy have a boyfriend? Is she also single? Like, what's... I don't know. And honestly, my thing, women have a way of pursuing men. And a man is very oblivious if you let them be...
1: oh i know what you mean they throw themselves at men exactly yes (laughs) yes yes. you're trying to be nice oh my god (laughs) and it's hard for a man not to fall into the trap it's like dating a rapper or a ball player they're going to be charmed by women around them whether you like it or
0: not bro you see what happened with cardi b and offset (laughs) that was no joke that was no joke you leave a man by himself. shit's gonna happen if He doesn't know how to control himself. And
1: the chances are increased when he has 100 female friends. Agreed. I feel bad because we're talking about just men. I think this can be reversed for women, too, by the way. Women are like this as well. I think it's women still a red flag. Women are very
0: like, flirtatious. Yeah. Women are super flirtatious. If you leave a girl by herself, I'm not just saying about men, but women mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. They, this whole, like, oh, you're acting very nice, nah, bitch, you're flirting. You're Especially fucking flirting. Especially if they're
1: very insecure, then they like attention sometimes, which
0: yes. it depends
1: on the female. A lot are not like this, but that can be the case.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Women have this way of making it seem like they're not doing something wrong mm-hmm. when they kind of are. Yeah. Making it seem like, I'm not doing anything. He's talking to me. I'm not going to be rude. I'm going yeah, to answer back. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like those like, girls. I mean, listen, you can answer oh back without having to try and be flirty, without trying to exactly be all up in that man's face. Like, just say, hi, how are you? Thanks for the pizza. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Close
1: the door. I see people at the club talking about, I have a boyfriend. Sorry. Oh, my God. And they're, like, laughing and giggling. It's like, okay. It's you flirting. You're flirting. There's a lot of times where they're so extra nice. They're laughing. They're entertaining conversation. They follow on Instagram. But they won't give their number because I have a boyfriend. But it's like, uh, okay, you could have said that at the beginning in a very flat voice. But you entertained us. Anyways, there's a couple more red flags we have. The next one would be if your partner is very private.
0: Yeah. There's There's a problem with that. I mean... I'm not about you always put I've I've heard about this where people will put their screen down. So saying you have your phone on you, you turn your screen that mm-hmm. it's facing the table so that the person doesn't see your screen. Yeah. Some people say that shows a little bit of a red flag because the person's trying to hide something on their phone. Mm-hmm. But I think the total opposite. Because for me, I find I always turn the phone over. The mm-hmm. screen is always facing the table. And it's not because I'm trying to hide something. Like, trust me, I have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. But it's more so for my attention to be focused on yeah, the other person. Yeah, because your phone's
1: going to light up and I you're going to see I want the person
0: to know you have my undivided attention. Like, if I have it up, I see the screen flashing, mm-hmm. I'm going to check, I'm going to glimpse, and then I lose focus. That's
1: exactly. Not. But when it's down, you don't have that temptation, and you're showing them, this is my time with you. I think that it all depends on the situation, you got to look out for certain things but there are are there ways that people can be private for example they're constantly changing their password.
0: No, that's a problem. That's
1: fucking weird. That's they bring their phone everywhere with them. They go to pee. Or if they, you're
0: like sitting down and your yeah. significant other has the phone twist, like turned so that the screen is facing yeah. down because so you can't really see anything. It's yeah. like, what are you trying to hide?
1: Or even if they're just doing little things. For example, if they're pumping gas and they bring their phone with them, but they're not using it while they're pumping gas. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they some take some it out the cup shit. holder. Little Bro, things like that. if you see the
0: phone ringing and it says Pizza Hut, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, red pizza flag. not Red that.
1: fucking flag. Or even if there's a lot of numbers that aren't saved. I think that's sketchy. That is sketchy. Like real phone numbers, not 1-800 numbers. Or if they never answer the phone around you.
0: Oh, yeah. That's weird to me.
1: That's very weird. It depends. Okay, if it's boyfriend, girlfriend, it's different. Because you you know each other, you trust each other. Yes. But if you're just dating and you see a lot of females calling or you see constant yeah. people calling and they don't ever answer, I think that's weird. What are you hiding?
0: I agree. Oh. There's definitely something going on um, mm-hmm. if you don't have the the balls <laughs> to be talking to that person in front of me.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's so weird to me. It's so weird.
0: I would say another red flag would be when the person doesn't see your point of view. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean the person that you're talking to, you guys seem to always have arguments. Yeah. You see early it one on. way, he sees it another way. You guys are going back and forth on which way is the right way to do it, which way is like not the right way to do it. It's just a back and forth thing where it mm-hmm. always becomes an argument. There's never a common ground
1: yeah because when you're having those discussions they should be more discussions rather than arguments in the early days you kind of are figuring each other out right so if you feel like every time you explain yourself they just don't understand and they don't see your point of view they don't get it and they're not trying to because it's one thing if they don't agree with you but it's another thing if they don't even try to understand you that's yeah. a red flag and that's not going to change. If In the early days, it's like that. It's it's probably not going to change if it's really bad. There are certain times where it could just, it could improve, but I don't know.
0: And you don't want to have like a point in your life where you don't see each other's point of view and everything becomes an argument. Yeah, And you're just going back and forth, like trying to make a fight over something that doesn't need to be.
1: Yeah. If your mentalities don't align, you got to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, is this really for me right now? Agree. Which is sad. But so the next red flag is someone who doesn't respect your time. So, my example of this would be someone that kind of thinks that you're always available. For example, if I have a date planned with you next week, right? Mm -hmm. And we haven't specified what time, we haven't even gotten a window of time. It's just kind of like next Thursday we're doing this. I think it's fair for the person who initiated the date to follow up and be like hey are we still on for tomorrow hey are we still on for tonight at least like 10 hours before you know what i mean if you think you can just message me at 7 p.m and be like hey oh can i pick you up in an hour that means you don't respect my time
0: agreed because that's a booty call people yeah
1: yeah i think it's i think it's rude and i think it means that you don't take my time seriously because you assume that i wrote off my entire day just for you
0: Agreed. Okay, if you're going to change the time or reschedule, mm. at least have the the courtesy to say, hey, listen, I know I can't come today or next Thursday I have I have the day off. Let's hang out yes. anytime after 6 o'clock, anytime yep. after 7.
1: If you're canceling, take that moment right then and there to reschedule because if you don't take that second to do it when you cancel, I'm going to assume that you have no intention on seeing me again. And if you take a week to get back to me, hey, let's hang out next week. No.
0: Another thing would be, like, if you're consistently canceling. That, so let's mm-mm. say we're saying, okay, let's hang out Monday. We're going here and here. Come yeah. Monday, it's like, oh, sorry, I slept in. That shit okay, is so annoying. Mm. And then next Monday comes, it's like, oh, sorry, I had to pick up a shift. Yeah. Next Monday comes, it's like, oh, I had to walk my dog. Like, You don't what's take going me seriously. On? What's yeah. going
1: on? And I used to put up with that.
0: Yo, that's fucked up. I used to
1: put up with that. Sometimes he wouldn't even tell me. And then the next time he'd ask me to hang out, I would say, uh, you know, it's funny. Every time I talk about this, these situations, it's all the same guy. Really? Do you know how much I fucking put off with? Nonsense. Nonsense. But anyways, yeah, he wouldn't say anything. And then eventually I'd hang out with him. And he would make a comment about like, you don't miss me. You never see me. I'd be like, what the fuck? You canceled on me three times and didn't say anything. And I didn't say anything either. So it was my fault. But Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. So we're talking about dating and with dating, a lot of times it stems from friendship, right? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people start becoming friends and then they start to like each other. So I'm curious what your thoughts on this are. Do you think that men and women can be friends?
0: If there is no previous relationship. As in? As in dating or having some type of vibes with each other. Yeah. Whether you're you dated, you were friends with benefits, or something, Mm -hmm. if there was no type of sexual or physical intimacy between that person, I feel like, yeah, you could be friends with someone. Yeah. But if you're reversing it in a sense where it's happened and now you guys are not together anymore and you're trying Mm -hmm. to get back into that friendship, it's kind of hard.
1: Okay, so I think... I
0: don't think it's it's possible. Wait, you don't
1: think it's possible for...
0: For you to have a, a friendship after a relationship.
1: Okay, okay, I get that. I I don't know if that's possible either. I, mean, I Honestly,
0: coming from, from a personal level, I've had a relationship in which I dated this person. And from the get-go, when we started dating, I always thought he was better off as a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. We connected we had similar friends and you know it's one of those things where you enjoy the person's company but you don't necessarily enjoy the person for for themselves or for what yeah. they bring to you it's more so just the company of a person and if you relate that to a friend that's really what a friend is is yeah. you're not trying to get anything from your friend you're just trying to have that company and feel close with that person so i always had this feeling of you know i liked hanging out with this person i vibe with this person really well this person ended up catching feelings, and I was like, you know what? He's a really good friend. Chances are he'll be a really good boyfriend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was fucking wrong. Mm. I was fucking wrong, and when I did try to reverse it in a sense where I told him this wasn't going to work, but we should try to be friends, yeah, that did not go <laughs> well. It, we Shit. probably went out, uh, had, I forget, it was lunch or something, and we tried to hang out, but it just felt really weird. It felt like... It was forced, kind of. That's so sad. It's, yeah, it's really messed That's up. That's really
1: sad. For me, I feel like it can be possible after you allow both of yourselves time to get over each other, but I think that it's going to come to an end eventually when somebody gets into a new relationship, because at that point, they're no longer going to prioritize you in any way. It's going to become about their significant other, and Then they have to have the conversation with them like, hey, is it okay if I'm friends with my ex? Then they got to be open and honest, but they're also not going to care to see you as much because they have this new person in their life.
0: Okay, I feel like if that person has somebody and you have somebody and you guys are both with... Yeah,
1: it could be like a twice a year type of catch up.
0: I still think it's kind of weird.
1: I think it's weird too. I think it would hurt. It's a little bit
0: off. But, I mean, if you think about it, there's people who are divorced, who have kids, and have, like, a mutual relationship, but are with other people. And they somehow make it work. Look at Yeah, because they have kids, but they don't hang out and go
1: for coffee for fun on their own, for the most part. Okay, but, okay, other than that, though, I mean, before any relationship, like, just being friends with a guy. I think that men and women, who are both straight... Somebody is going to fall for the other one in some way, whether it's sexually or it's emotionally. They're either going to want to fuck you or they're going to want to fall in love with you. Something's going to happen. I've had a lot of guy friends before my previous relationship. I had a lot, pretty much almost all guy friends. I would say about 95% of them told me they liked me or started making moves on me sexually. Huh. Every single one. I'm not joking. Other than like three. Very very weird, and I can always continue the friendship with them because it doesn't get too awkward. But I think someone always falls for someone.
0: I can see that. I can see it because I find that the best relationships are the ones that first become friendships. I think so too. So you start to sense the person and see, okay, this you know we bond a lot. Yeah, and for for a woman, I find we take those things. We're not really looking for obviously you want someone who 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 looks good yeah but they don't have to look like the top shit yeah i find guys look into into beauty more than than women do yeah we look more look into like a man's personality how he is with Mm -hmm. like certain friends how does he introduce you how is he showing you off how does he you know hold your hand how does he do this or that like you're you know you're taking those things and you're just like oh No, that's pretty cute. Exactly. And then that makes you fall in love with that person.
1: Yeah. I think that those are the best relationships that blossom out of friendships. They're the worst breakups because you're losing kind of two people. Agreed. But I think every time that a man and a woman are friends and they're both straight, especially if they're both attractive people, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I mean, that's
0: technically I – it's kind of happened to me in a sense where I had a friend – and we went to school together. I was with somebody, so I didn't see him anything than more than just a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was with someone, so it was more like of a friendship bond. Yeah. But the more and more we got closer as friends, the more I was just like, I want to see where this goes. Like this, this feels like something. Yeah. And with time, yeah, I. Ended it with the guy that I was dating. He ended it with a girl. We tried it out. Wait,
1: is that your boyfriend now?
0: No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. And we tried it out, but um, things didn't work out. And it actually went really, really bad. So it was hard to become friends after that.
1: Mm, mm-hmm.
0: It was hard... And again, it sucks because when you re- create that friendship yeah. before you create that relationship, you lose two in one.
1: It's so sad. So, I'm going through it right now, guys. Trust me, it's not easy.
0: Honestly, though, I feel like if there's the effort is being put in on both sides, yeah. and there's no saltiness, there's no, you kind of moved on, and it's been a couple of years. Because I don't think it's something you can do in like six months, three oh months. Like God. you need a, you need space away from each other, <laughs> and that's only gonna be like in a year but it also
1: depends on how long the relationship is too if it's like a five month relationship you're good in like two months i think it all depends it really all depends it's all very subjective but I don't know
0: about that. you
1: never I don't know, know about you never, know. You never know honestly though i
0: it's hard, it's hard. Yeah, it depends it's on the relationship too. how did it end did he cheat on you did you cheat yeah on him? exactly was there salty feelings like mm-hmm. what was it mutual how hurt are
1: you did Is you there a
0: rebound when you're moving from one to the next? Like, yeah. there's a lot of things that go into it that make you think whether or not that person was being shady. That's true. And if there's some shade in there, it's harder to want to build Because you got to forgive friendship. them
1: before anything. Exactly. And then you got to move on. you got to heal. It's a lot of work. Men and women being friends are a lot of work. in progress. Yeah. It really depends. But there are some things that really just can't be forgiven. And it, you need to cut ties. So what would you consider something you can't forgive for you personally?
0: If y'all cheated on each other. Yeah. That that shit cannot be I can't be friends with you. Hell no. Honestly, some people, it it works for them (sighs) in a sense where, you know, if you're trying to to work on things, you guys have a lot of things going on. You guys have a family. There's kids involved, dogs involved, pets, whatever, a house, all that. I've seen it happen. You look at Kevin Hart. You look at all these famous people. Yeah. Look at Offset and Cardi B. Things had happened. They made it work. Again, if you can make it work, that's great. Yeah. Because sometimes that sort of stuff is what makes a relationship stronger. I agree. However, for me, I'm a true person about trust. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i 100% about trust. If I can't trust you, I can't have a relationship with you. That's just who I am. I'm going to be honest with you. If you break my trust, you're cut. It's mm. It's straight and simple. And I've had that happen. I've had family members, I cut them straight off. Friends, Mm -hmm. friends that I've grown up with, friends that I've had since, like, JK. Yeah. And I cut them off in high school. Yeah. Friends that I've had, you know, growing up as, like, a family friend. And they've done some shady shit. And I'm like, nah, like, that's not acceptable. That's not forgivable. Like, you're cut.
1: So what if, let's say you're dating someone, right? And he comes to you and he says, listen babe i went to the club last night you knew he was going to the club with his friends i got way too drunk a girl kissed me i kissed her back for three seconds no nah, men- nah,
0: nah, no nah, nah, so no nah. she if- kissed me bro it <laughs> takes two to fucking make true. Makeup, true. and man. i've
1: been drunk and i know i've never nah. had any desire to kiss anyone yeah, that's fucked up. i feel like i get really loyal when i drink actually i don't want to talk to anybody i literally don't even won't even look in someone's way if i'm in a relationship and drunk
0: and my thing is, if you are looking the other way, if you're feeling like you're going to make out that person, then the person who you're with is not for you. Mm-hmm. Because you shouldn't have any type of thought that, oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna that's make not out.
1: what I mean. Not that, like, I'm tempted, I look away. <laughs> what I mean is, like, I will not give you any attention. Usually, if I'm drunk, I actually will miss my partner. I'll want Agreed. to be with them. I'll be like, yo, I just want to get out of the club and go hang out with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, going, yeah. oh, fuck.
0: Honestly, when I'm drinking and I'm having a good time... You know what I'm saying? Like, mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, for me, something that I can't forgive obviously, cheating, same thing. um, Someone who lies to me a lot,
0: Ooh, even if it yes. has nothing to do with
1: another female or whatever. Uh. If you lie to me for no reason,
0: straight to your face, too. Like, yeah. if you have the audacity to lie to my face. Yeah,
1: something that really bothers me is when someone lies to protect your feelings or because they don't want you to worry or because they just don't want to concern you in any way i don't like that at all i think that i would rather know the truth because a lie to me hurts way fucking more and i'm not gonna believe shit you say to me after that
0: i'm gonna doubt you more and more every time And just say, be honest and say Mm -hmm. straight up because it's better you hearing it from that person than hearing it from someone else or finding out that the person lied.
1: Exactly. Just be
0: honest, be open, tell the person how it is, no matter how bad it sounds. Yeah. It's better to say it right then and there Mm -hmm. than have it hidden and come out in the open later
1: on. I hate that shit. Don't lie to protect me. Don't lie. Don't, just don't, don't do it because that, you know what, maybe I'm being a little dramatic. I can forgive it, but I don't forget it. I do not forget. It will be in the back of my mind. And every time there's a little lie that I catch you in, it's just going to get worse and worse. At one point, I'm just going to be done.
0: The biggest thing for me is cheating. The biggest thing is cheating. Cheating. Like, you can't can't hide that. You can't get past that. Like, it's done. It's done. Like, the fact that you even thought about doing that just makes it show that there's, A, no respect for that person. Yeah. B, there's no honesty and trust there.
1: There's no consideration of your feelings. How are you able to hook up with someone or do whatever and not think about how upset your partner will be yeah the last thing i want to do is upset my partner why am i going to put myself in a position to make them cry or make them upset or hurt i don't want to make them hurt
0: there's little things here and there that like are not forgivable like yeah you say certain things they do it again and it's just like how many times do i have to forgive you to like mm-hmm. you to understand that this is not okay
1: yeah it's true
0: but a key thing would definitely be cheating cheating disloyalty Not being honest, lying, being shady. So speaking about cheating and cheaters, what are your thoughts about once a cheater, always a cheater?
1: I 100% agree with that. I think that... If it's easy
0: to do it once, it's probably easier to do it twice. Yeah,
1: I agree. And it really also depends on the situation. But I think for the most part, it has a lot to do with your reaction as well, though. If you take them back instantly, you don't make them work for you, any of that, they're going to do it again. But if you allow yourself to, for example, break up for like two weeks, I think that they're going to really feel like they lost you and they won't pull that shit again. But for the most part, yes, I believe that once a cheater, always a cheater, they'll always have it in them and they'll have the desire to do it again at some point or another. Damn. What do you think?
0: Honestly, it's tough because my mentality was exactly like yours. However, I recently got... A different understanding of it in a sense where it really depends on the person and Mm. why they did it yeah because i'm not trying to put names out there or anything i know you're talking about i know (laughs) honestly after one of my friends had told me about their situation they kind of let me in on what happened and when i analyzed the situation after i thought hell no that's messed up like fuck that no Mm -hmm. but with time you know things went on they went to therapy okay yeah therapy
1: i think is a must in that case
0: honestly that helps key thing is when things like that happen you have to kind of have an understanding of why yeah why did it happen
1: why did you do it? discuss
0: why it happened what were the key things to this overall escalating to that point
1: yeah i agree um
0: and you have to have a feel for that person, the, your significant other or the person that pulled that shit on you, because mm-hmm. you can tell when a person is genuinely sorry about what they did. And I'm talking about like you feel it, you sense it, you see it in their eyes, you talk to them. Yeah. Things happen, things are out there. I do believe that we're human and we all make mistakes. I agree. I'm, I'm a true yeah, believer right. in that. And I do believe people should, people depending on the situation deserve a second chance. I'm not saying that cheating is okay, and I'm not saying that it should be forgivable. I said that that's my number one unforg- unforgivable thing. Yeah. This is going to me. Had this situation happened to me, 100%, I wouldn't do it. I know I'm yeah. the type of person, I'll bring it back. That would be my backlash. Mm-hmm. You're not picking up your dishes. I should have left you from the start. Why did I take you back? Why did I give you that second chance? That's yeah. just who I am. And my biggest fall is I can never forgive something. Forgive a situation that i won't be able to forget it
1: yeah so if you can't make peace with it yourself even if you want to forgive it and you think you have you haven't I,
0: Exactly. the second
1: you're mad you're gonna be like well maybe i wouldn't be like this if you didn't cheat on me two years ago exactly And it's not fair to that person because in their mind you've forgiven them you've moved past it it's, that's see thing. i i feel like i can be the same way which is not good i'm working on that but I think that it's also very circumstantial. I don't think I could ever forgive a cheater, but I can be very understanding if my friend told me she's taking someone back and yes. I'll totally get it and I will not judge them because everyone's situation is different. If you're having a whole ass affair relationship mistress on the side, though, that's a different story. That's I, fucked up. I can't although, understand you. Although,
0: I don't know if you've heard about that. that that's a thing. Like, that's a thing. People will have a relationship yeah. and they'll want like, a third person in on it. I think that's fucked up, but yeah you. Know what? You. you like that shit? You know...
1: I had a friend with a sugar daddy who was married with children and he was visiting her at the strip club. His wife had no idea. He was sending her money, taking her on dates, calling her. Nothing physical, oddly enough. Nothing physical, but they were romantically very involved with one another and he spent more time talking to her and hanging out with her than he did with his wife. His wife didn't know and his kids were like 35 years old. Had no idea. That's mad. That's sick. And she found out. She found out about it. I'm not joking. She actually found out through the e-transfers. And Oh my god. Yeah, she went on my friend. Well, she's not my friend anymore, but she went on my friend's Instagram. She liked her picture of her in front of his, the husband's car. Fuck. She was very aware of the situation. Are they still together? Yeah. I mean, maybe to this day, I don't know, but a year after they still were. So,
0: again, it happens some people you know their layouts are different. Mm-hmm. Some people need that extra support. Some people need that person, even if they are a shitty person. Yeah, I find I can't a lot relate. in old generations. It's very, it's very hard for people to get divorces and to like yeah, split up.
1: Now it's so common. If you
0: see like boomers and older people, I find that. You can tell that they're very unhappy with each other, but they still stay side by side. It's so true. They still stay by side. They don't want to split up. It's familiarity. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's all about comfort. But the way I see it, you only live life once. Life is short as it is, and... Life is already shitty. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of shit that happens. People go through things.
1: No, I agree. I think that you want to have the support system and you don't want to start over when you're 45, 50 and you also don't want to be alone. So you're like, let me play it safe and be with someone I'm fucking miserable with, which I don't think is right. It's all
0: about comfort, but exactly. Life life is short. Just do you, do what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And if that person isn't your happiness, then find a way to fix it or find a way to move on. Simple as that.
1: I have a question for you. So if you are in a relationship... Okay, let's say your relationship now. What would you do if you walked in on the act of him cheating?
0: Jeez. Mm-hmm. Damn.
1: Like, in your bed type of thing. Whoa, whoa, thing. Sorry, in okay, my bed? That's, that's dramatic. Okay, no, in your bed. Okay, well, you don't live together. Let's say Damn. you live together.
0: In, in my bed? Yeah. Yo, that's disrespectful. What would you do? How would you react? Yo, I'm throwing shit down.
1: <laughs> would you go for the girl?
0: Nah, I'd rip his good, face in half. Good. I'd rip his face in half. I can't
1: stand someone that says they go for the girl and they f- want to fight. At the end bitch. of
0: the day, I don't know her story. Maybe she's single and that's she her owes way of living you life. no she, loyalty. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Even if she knows, I would want to punch
0: her in the face. But my first target would definitely be him. Yeah. It'd definitely be him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And on my bed where I fucking sleep. That's so disrespectful. That's some shade. If you're going to cheat on me, at least do it at her house or something. But don't be doing it in my own house. I, oh my God. I will rip your skin in half and chop you in pieces. Like, I don't care if you call me a psycho killer. Call me what you want. You're done.
1: You know what's crazy? I think that I wouldn't do anything in that moment. I would be too angry. No. I think I'd walk in. I'd And I'd say something. I'd say some smart ass shit. And then I'd just walk out and I'd probably be shaking and I would have a breakdown in my car. But I think I would just go in and walk up, be like, All right, cool. That's what we're doing? Okay. And then I would never talk to them again.
0: I feel like I I'd reverse that. I would really? get my anger out first, and then I would probably go into my car and start crying. Yeah. Just because I don't have time to throw shit after, I need to throw shit in the, in, in the act. And yeah. I also need to know, like, I want the girl to know, like, the fuck, who do you think you are? Like, I'm not just going to try to... <sighs> you want to show that <sighs> your foot is there. Like, that is your space. Like, who are you trying to... Oh,
1: right, if it's in your house. Yeah,
0: like, I'm not fuck, walking I forgot out or was- anything, bro. You walk out and walk out with her. Show her the door. Oh, my show God, that'd be so fucked door. up. I
1: keep forgetting I'm that not it's in I'm walking out the my
0: house. own house. Get your shit, pack it up, and dip. That's it. Straight up.
1: Oh, my God. That'd be so fucked up. And then I'll cry up. in
0: the living room alone. That'd but. be
1: so fucked up. Oh, my God. It, that type of shit, I don't care who you are. I can't understand if you forgive that. No. Nah, Personally, I can't. No. If you walk in on the act, I'd be traumatized. No. You know what nah. I think is so fucked up, though? I I know a guy that would hook up with other females with no protection. Oh. And then go home to his girl. And I'm like, how, how, how are you putting her at risk? She doesn't even know she's at risk.
0: Nah, that's some fucked that's up. That's evil. I think that's not evil. only for like sexual, like yeah, like, diseases and stuff that are out there, but like pregnancy too. Like everything, your, your fucking shit is going on in her. Yeah, your shit's going on in another. It's just that's not that's not cute. That's not cute. Chances are, then you get your your woman pregnant, and then. That fucking side chick's pregnant too Oh my (laughs)
1: god That'd (laughs) be messed up Anyways we covered some heavy stuff this week Heavy stuff We covered some heavy heavy stuff But we have so much more we want to get into In upcoming episodes
0: We'll be talking about way more life experiences Mm -hmm. Other things um, that come to our mind If you guys have topics that you guys want us to talk about You know feel free to like join in And tell us things that you would Be interested in listening to Or having us share our experiences on that yeah. certain topic
1: we have a lot of funny stories that we're going to get into we also have a lot of deep talks we're going to get into it's not all relationship stuff we have so many topics we do have a few social medias we have an email that you can contact us at and that is lgrthepodcast at gmail.com
0: and feel free to follow us on ig and twitter uh, our ig account is let's get real the podcast our twitter is let's get real pod and
1: If you want to keep up with us on YouTube, you can view some highlight reels, some behind the scenes eventually, then follow us on YouTube. Let's Get Real Podcast is our YouTube name.
0: It was great talking to you. It was great sharing our experiences, getting real with you. Thank you guys
1: so much for listening. We hope you loved this podcast. This is Ashley.
0: And this is Brenda.
1: And we will be back next week for you guys. Bye.